Welcome to Directions in Rashi, a podcast that will help you understand individual comments from Rashi throughout the Chumash, and that will also introduce you to some of the general principles which I feel uh, directed Rashi in his creation of his commentary, and that will help us to understand his commentary better all around. Welcome. Parshas Shlach, of course, we read about the Meraglim. Twelve spies were sent to Eretz Yisrael to see what the land was like and see what might be the best way to conquer it. And they came back with a somewhat negative report. They reported that there are giants and we'll never be able to conquer it. And the people took this to heart and they began to cry and they lost trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he would be able to, to bring them into Eretz Yisrael and to help them take the land. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu decreed that the Jewish nation would have to remain in the Midbar for a total of 40 years. As it says, we'll, this is a Pasuk that is well into the whole narrative of the Miraglim. It says, B'misbar hayamim asher tartemes ha'aretz according to the number of days that you spied the land, which was 40 days, that it says in an earlier psukim, that the spies stayed in Eretz Yisrael for 40 days. So according to that number of days, a day for each year. Each day, in other words, becomes a year of punishment. You will carry your sins, meaning, for each day that the Maraglam spent in Eretz Yisrael, the nation will have to stay in the Midbar for a year. Arboim Shanoh, for 40 years total. Vidatem es tenuasi, and you will know my turning away. And I'd like to focus here on Rashi's explanation of this word, tenuasi. So Rashi says, we'll go backwards, but Rashi says, tenua is l'shoin hasorah. The word tznuah means a turning away. What does it mean, tznuah see? Now the tznuah means turning away. The tav and the yud indicate my, my turning away. Rashi explains, shahani yoisem levavchem meachrai. That you, plural, you, the Klal Yisrael, you turned, libchem, you turned your heart, meachrai, from, from me, meaning from Hashem. The Gurariya points out that Rashi does not say, he does not say that the Pasuk means that you will know what it's like when I turn away from you. That Rashi doesn't say. You might have thought that's what the Pasuk means. There are certain uh, grammatical advantages to saying that that's what the Pasuk means. But Rashi doesn't say that. Rashi says, Vidatem estnuasi, you will know what it's like to turn away from me. You're doing the turning. The Gra'i here says, Leisha Kodesh Baruch Hu Sar. It's not that a Kodesh Baruch Hu is turning from the people. That which you turned away from Hashem will be called my turning away. It's not, not that I, Hashem, am doing the turning. It's a turning away from me. That's how Rashi interprets the Pasuk. And this needs to be, I believe it needs to be understood, it needs to be explained. 
it seems that it would have been simpler set to say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling them, listen, uh, you did a big Avera, you did a big sin, and I'm going to punish you for it quite severely. Yom Lashana, for every day that you sinned, for every day that the Maraglim uh, were engaged in their, in their spying on the land, I'm going to give you a whole year of wandering about in the desert and not entering Eretz Yisrael. And you will know what it's like when I turn away from you. That would seem to have been a, a very a very good way to understand the Pusik, and yet Rashi clearly refuses to understand it that way. He understands and he will know what it's like when you turn away from me. That's the question. Let's put that question up on a shelf and let's examine some other Pesukim. As a matter of fact, let's go back one Pesuk and let's take a look over here. This is Perak Yudalit, Pesuk, Lamed Gimel. So as part of HaKadosh uh, Baruch Hu's announcement of his uh, punishment, of his reaction to the Chet HaMaraglim, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Uvnechem, your children, whom your children that you thought would uh, would all get killed in the wars against the Canaanim when you would enter Eretz Yisrael, those children, they will be literally uh, sent out to pasture in the Midbar for 40 years. They will be moving about like sheep move about in the pasture for 40 years. They will carry your sin. Why it's called Zenus is for another time. But let's say for the moment that it means, as Rashi explains it here, as the Targum explains it, that it means your sin. They will carry your sin, meaning that your children will we'll suffer from your sins until the end of your corpses in the Midbar, meaning until you all die in the Midbar. Now Rashi explains here, that they will be wandering about in the desert for 40 years. Says Rashi, No one of them, none of the people who are being punished, None of them died before they reached the age of 60. And that's why 40 years were decreed. In order that those who were 20 at the time of the Chet and who were uh, liable, they were of age, that they are liable to punishment, but they shouldn't, they should all be able to reach Shishim. Uh, they should all be able to reach 60 years old. So in other words, there is a, um, a, certain, a certain chesed built in to the punishment here, that uh, although the, the Dor HaMidbar, although that generation of people who were of age at the time of the, of the, of the Chet HaMaraglim, those who were uh, liable, legally, so to speak, legally liable for their, for their, for their misbehavior, Although they're all going to die in the Midbar, but they're not going to die so particularly young. They will all reach Ben Shishim, 60 years old. Rashi continues with some mathematical calculations how exactly this, this works, but this is what Rashi says. The Gurarya here raises a question that Rashi seems to be saying here a reason why the decree 
wants to be sit in the midbar for 40 years. But the, the Gerahi raises the question, why is Rashi looking for reasons why the Gzeira was that everybody should be able to live till 60, and that's why HaKadosh Baruch decreed 40 years. But really, the next Pesach gives the reason why the Gzeira was 40 years. The next Pesach says very explicitly, Yom Lashano, Yom Lashano, it was a payback for each day that the Meraglim spent in Eretz Yisrael. The people had to wander about in the Midbar for a whole year. So why is Rashi coming up with new reasons over here? If it says here in this Pasuk, Arbi'im Shano, Rashi didn't have to think about a, a reason why it was set, why the decree was set at 40 years. The next Pasuk says so, so just wait for the next Pasuk. The Gaariya answers as follows. He says you have to look at an earlier Pasuk, and an earlier Rashi. He says you have to go back to Perak Yud Gimel, you have to go back to the narrative of the Maraglim, where it is first told in the Torah. It says that the, the 12 Maraglim went to Eretz Yisrael, and they went there and they did what they did, and they saw what they saw. And then the Pasuk says, They returned from spying the land at the end of 40 days. Now, Rashi there has a question. I'll just paraphrase the question. Rashi tells us that the land of, of Israel is Arba Meis Parsa al Arba Meis Parsa. The measurement, the size of the land is 400 Parsa is a measurement, I think it's uh, something like a half a mile. It's a land measurement, a measurement of, of distance. So Eretz Yisrael is 40 Parsa from, let's say from, uh, from east to west. And, but then it's another, let's say if you're going across the southern border of Eretz Yisrael, it should take you 40, it, it's 40 parsa from east to west, but it's also Arba Meyos parsa from north to south. And Rashi tells us that a mahalach odem benini ezer parsoyas, the distance that the average person can walk in a day is 10 parsa. So if you have to go 400 parsa in order to traverse the entire southern border, so you have to go 400 parsa, each day you can walk 10 parsa. So how long is it going to take to get it all the way across from east to west? It's going to take you 40 days. But then you have to go all the way from south to north. As Rashi has already told us, and that, that's the way that they went through the land. They first went all the way from east to west along the bottom. And then they went all the way from south to north, up the west coast, up the Mediterranean coast. Now, so, so Rashi is saying that should have taken 80 days. 40 days to go from east to west, and 40 days to go from south to north. So how could it be that they, they did it in 40 days? So Rashi says, it was revealed in front of a Lifnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu knew, HaKadosh Baruch Hu knew that ultimately he's going to decree upon them that for every day that they spent in Eretz Yisrael, they're going to get a year's worth of wandering in the Midbar. So you didn't want them to be wandering in the Midbar for 80 years or you know, 120 years if they would go even slower. So Kitzer Lifnehem Hesaderach. He shortened the road for them. He miraculously uh, made it possible for them to go all the way from east, to, from east to west and then all the way from south to north in just 40 days in order that ultimately the 
the punishment should only be of 40 years rather than more years, rather than 80 years. So let's just read the words in the morale here. He says, it's true that it's true that perhaps you would say that in, in Pasuk Lamed Gimel here, where it says that they were going to be in the Midbar for 40 years, that Rashi, you might, it's a good question. Rashi didn't seem to have to say the reason, because the reason is really in the next Pasuk, because it's Yom Lashano, Yom Lashano. For every day, it's a year. But, says the Maral, but really, it should have been more. But it's only a Kodesh Baruch who made the road shorter for them. He helped them to walk faster. Whatever it means, whether it means they walked faster or the land became smaller, that's not my, I'm not qualified to discuss that at the moment. Maybe I'll never be qualified. As Rashi wrote above. So says the Maral, if not for this reason, that a Kodesh Baruch who wanted all of them to be able to reach the age of 60, the road would have been even shorter. The only thing is, in other words, maybe they could have done it in 20 days. Really, if a Kodesh Baruch who wants you to finish something faster, he can bring it about. Only, if the road would have been even shorter for them in Eretz Yisrael, but then those who were uh, 20 years old at the time, if they would have to wait only, uh, if they would sit around in the Midbar for only 20 years, for example, then they wouldn't reach the ripe old age of 60. They, they would have very short lives, extremely short lives. So therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was manipulating and stretching in two different directions. On the one hand, HaKadosh Baruch Hu decreed, Yom Lashana, Yom Lashana, he's stretching out the punishment for every day of misbehavior. It cost them an entire year. But from the other side, he was making it shorter. From the other side, he made sure that they could get through Eretz Yisrael in half the time that it would normally take so that they wouldn't have to sit around in the Midbar even longer. We see from here, when I say derech agav, I mean it's parenthetical to my original question, but really it's it is the it's the gufa inyan that we see here uh, some amazing things. First of all, we see that the people, the maraglim, and those who were considered to be their their accomplices, meaning the rest of Kalayisrael, basically, the maraglim were doing a sin. Why does a person do a sin? I mean, how does that come about? How do you do something that God told you not to do? The answer is, you have Bechira. You have a choice to do either what's good or what's not so good. You can either do what you're supposed to do, or you have the, you have the ability to do what you're not supposed to do. And yet, here, the Rashi, Rashi is telling us, and the Gurari is telling us, that there's such a thing that a Kodesh Baruch Hu will even manipulate you so that, you, so that your sin is not so big. You'll do it, you have the Bechira to do it, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu will twist things around so that you don't do the, the full measure of what you may have really had in mind. They really went into Eretz Israel and they're walking from east to west and they were expecting it to take 
40 days, and during those whole 40 days, they're, they're looking for faults with Eretz Yisrael. And then they're walking another 40 days, they should have been walking another 40 days from south to north, looking the whole time to find negative aspects of Eretz Yisrael. That's an Avera, that's their choice to do that. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu made sure, HaKadosh Baruch Hu had his reasons, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu made sure that it happened faster than 40 days plus 40 days. He made sure that it happened all in just 40 days. So this is an amazing thing. I don't, I don't know how to explain it, other than to say that that is a chesed, that is a kindness that sometimes a Kodesh Baruch Hu can do. That although you decide to do an Avera, a Kodesh Baruch Hu will see to it that it's not quite as big as it might have been. On the other hand, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was already, at the time they're doing the Avera, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was already calculating the punishment, and he didn't want the punishment to happen too quickly. The punishment is that the people, the Dor HaMidbar, that generation, would die in the Midbar before entering Eretz Yisrael. So he didn't want that to happen too, quick, too quickly, because that would be, uh, that would mean that the Dor HaMidbar, the people of the Dor HaMidbar would be living a very short life, and a Kodesh Baruch Hu didn't want it. Didn't want that either. So a Kodesh Baruch Hu was calculating the kindness in 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 all different directions. And it comes out also. We can answer another thing. Mefarshim in general wonder. I wonder. I didn't find so many answers that I thought really. Uh, answered the question, but certainly it is it is a point to ponder this whole idea of Yom Lashanah, Yom Lashanah. For each year that they quote-unquote sinned, for, e I'm for each day, pardon me, for each day that the Maraglim were in Israel, the people paid for it with a whole year of having to stay in the Midbar. Now, that, that doesn't seem right. Why is it that you have to pay back more than what you did? Why is the punishment uh, seemingly worse than the crime? The answer, according to the, to the Goraya, seems to be that no, just the opposite. Yom Lashana, Yom Lashana is a chesed. If it would have been Yom Lashana, imagine if HaKadosh Baruch would have said, for every day the Meraglim were in Eretz Yisrael, you're going to have to sit in the Midbar for one day. That means everybody would be dying within 40 days. So really the whole institution of Yom Lashana, Yom Lashana was a chesed. We see this from some comments that are made by the big, great Mephorshim on the Mishnayis in Mesech de Soita. Mesech de Soita, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Zion, introduces the, the very well-known uh, concept, according to the measure that a person measures out, meaning according to the, the measurement of a person's actions, and according to both the quality and the quantity, of what a person does, so they measure out for him, meaning the punishment fits the crime and the reward fits the good deed. The Mishnah begins with some uh, examples of punishment where different people did uh, averas of certain quality and quantity and they were paid back in that same quality and quantity, mida keneged mida, as we call it. And then the Mishnah says, two Mishnayas later, and so too in the matter of good, meaning also in the matter of 
mitzvahs and good deeds, so a person is paid back in 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 kind. He is paid back with the same uh, something. The, the the reward is in some way uh, related to the actual deed that was done, and the and the quantity is related. And the Mishnah gives the example. It's an example from last week's parsha Baloischa. Miriam Himtina the Moshe Shah Achas. When Moshe Rabbeinu, as a little baby, was uh, thrown into the river because his mother couldn't hide him anymore, so Miriam, his sister, waited for him. Shah Achas. She waited for an hour. Maybe an hour doesn't mean exactly an hour, but not, not a terribly long time. He, she waited for him a short time until then Basparo came and took him out, and then the rest of the story we know. Shenemar, as it says in the Pasuk, that his sister stood by, stood stood from afar, where she could see what was happening. But she waited. That was a good deed. Therefore, therefore, the Klayasa waited for her for seven days in the Midbar. When she was afflicted with Saras for something wrong that she did in the Midbar, everybody waited seven days for her to heal. Shinemar, as it says, via Omlay Nosa, Adhiyasef Miryam. The whole nation, 600,000 strong, they all waited until Miriam was Me'esaf, until she was gathered back and able to go home, and her Saras was finished with. Now, the Bartanura points out here, he says, Me, however, Really, when a person does a good deed, the person is paid more than what he did. Because the Mida Toiva, the good Mida, the, the Mida of reward, is greater than the Mida of punishment. Miriam waited one hour for Moshe Rabbeinu. She was rewarded with seven days that everybody waited for her. Now, the Taisus Yomtev quotes a Taisus from the Gemara. And Taisus raises a very good point. He says, by the Maraglim, they were punished Yom Lashona, Yom Lashona. Now, Taisus Yomtev doesn't do the math, but I sat down and figured it out with my very meager math skills. Miriam, for one hour, for one hour of doing a mitzvah, let's assume it was a full hour. For one hour of doing a mitzvah, she was rewarded with seven days. Seven days is 168 hours. So she was paid back 168 times more than what she did. The Miraglim, for one day that they were in Eretz Israel and they were involved in their nefarious deeds, they were paid back. There were those who, those who, uh, associated with them, those who believed in them, were paid back with a whole year of punishment, 365. So who's getting a better better deal over here? Miriam is being paid back 168 times. For her good deed, The those who were in with the Maraglim are getting punished 365 times, more than what the sin was. So it seems like this contradicts what the, what the Rav says here, that the Midah Toiva is greater than the Midas Puranus. Taisus Yomtev answers, He says, to me it appears, this is not a kasha at all. 
It's only because of Amida Toiva. It's only because of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's kindness that the punishment that was given to the, to the Dor HaMidbar, to the Dor HaMaraglim, delayed so much. It's only because of a kindness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that they ended up being paid Yom Lashana, as Rashi explains in the Chumash. The whole thing was arranged so that no one in the Dora Midbar should have to die before 60 years old. In other words, very similar to what the Gorya says. It's, uh, by, by the way, known uh, from, from history that the, uh, I looked it up, the, it, it says that uh, when, the, when the author of the Toysus Yomtev, Rav Yomtev Lipman, Lipman Heller, when he was 18 years old, he was appointed as a Dayan in the base din of the Maharal, the Maharal Prague. This, this, uh, the Maharal Prague was already an older man. He was the, the chief rabbi of Prague. And this 18-year-old Talmud Chacham, who later wrote to Sefer called Taisus Yomtev, he came to serve on that base din when he was 18, and he stayed in that job for 28 years. He later went on to be the Rav in Prague and the Rav in many other, several other, several other communities. Not surprising that they say the same thing here. The Thesis Yantif is telling us, following the same stream of thought as the Maharal, that the Yom Lashana altogether was a chesed. No, you can't ask me, Akasha, don't ask, don't ask a question. How could it be that they, they have to punish the whole year for one day of sin? No, it's just the opposite. Akodesh Borahu made them wait around in the midbar a whole year for each day. That's a kindness to make sure that every member of the Dor Hamaraglim would reach 60 years old. And with this, I think we can go back to our original question about Midatem Es Tnuasi. Kodesh Baruch said, I'm giving you this, this punishment. You're going to be in the Midbar for 40 years. Sorry, fellows. Vidatem es tnuasi. And you will know, as Rashi says, what it's like. Shahani yoisem libchem meachrai. You'll know what it means that you have turned your hearts away from me. And we ask, the Maral asks, that it, it would have seemed, uh, would have seemed easier to explain that Tznuasi means that which I, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, have turned away from you. It would have been easier to explain, I'm giving you this punishment, and now you know what it's like when I don't pay attention to you, when I turn away from you. But the answer we can say now is, the answer is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't turn away from them. The whole thing from the beginning was all manipulated by HaKadosh Baruch Hu for, to their advantage. He did not turn away from them. They were spying on Eretz Israel. And they were engaged in Avera. They were engaged in inappropriate behavior as they were walking through Eretz Yisrael. And what was the Kaddish Baruch Hu doing? He was making sure they could finish it quickly so that when he pays them back with, with time, when he pays them back that, that, that for every day they spent there, they're going to have to stay in the Midbar a certain amount of time. It shouldn't be too long. That's for, Even as they were sitting, a Kaddish Baruch Hu was making sure that their, their sin shouldn't last too long, so that the punishment shouldn't last too long. And why didn't the Kaddish Baruch Hu make, it, make their sin last even less time? Why, why didn't he assist them to move through Eretz Yisrael even faster? So that the Maharal explained. Because if they would have gone through Eretz Yisrael really fast, like let's say in, uh, in 10 days, that would have meant that, that, that the entire Dora Midbar 
would have to die in the Midbar within 10 years. A 20-year-old doesn't want to die when he's 30. Everyone would like to at least reach, reach the, the ripe old age of 60. Uh, my 60th birthday is very soon. I'd like to reach much farther than that. But the minimum, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was, was manipulating the situation as a chesed in that direction. So Rashi felt, it could be that Rashi felt, I can't say, I can't understand. I cannot explain this Pasek. You will know what it's like when I turn away from you. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not turn away from the people, even in this, which was one of their darker hours.